Hey everyone, Jess and I are in Mario land and Jess is going to tell us all about the movie because I haven't seen it yet. Uh, if you want to check us out on YouTube, click the link below. I've been putting a link to our YouTube channel in every single episode. Oh, you're showing us something on your shirt. You'll have to tell us about that later. So this is a coffee chat. A coffee chat is just a really informal, fun kind of ranting, maybe sometimes some ranting um, episode about whatever is going on in the lives of two wacky teacherpreneurs, myself, Amanda, and Jess, Jessica. Um, I usually call you Jess. That's your nickname. Um, and like just what's going on in our lives when it comes to like personal things and business things. And sometimes I feel like a lot of times we share, we end up sharing some bit, some good, you know, tidbit, business tidbits, life mindset kind of tidbits. I don't really know what's going to come up. We haven't planned what we're going to talk about at all. We just hit record and that's just sometimes how it goes. Welcome to the Wacky Teacherpreneurs Podcast. Your hosts, Jess and Amanda, have been friends and teacherpreneurs for years. Along with their successes, they've had lots of failures, foibles, and fumbles. And now, they're here to share it all with you. Stay tuned for some funny times and awesome business insights. Let's go behind the scenes of their teacher businesses now. Raw. Unfiltered. Real. Let's get started. Do you want to go first, Jess? Do you want to share well, kind of, like what? It's kind happening? of funny. Some, something that we do that you probably don't know is sometimes we record multiple episodes a day and we always go change our shirts between episodes because we don't want you to think we're slobs and wear the same clothes every day, right? And it's funny is I went to my drawer and I was like, oh, what am I going to wear? This is actually a Mario shirt. These are, this is from Mario three. And so I went and got this Mario shirt on comeback and Amanda has Mario background. Weird. Like, are we in tune or what? I think we are. I love Mario. It was definitely one of my favorite video games. And have you ever heard of Toe Jam and Earl? Yes. Did you yeah. ever play that? I did. I, I did. loved that game. Oh my me, and my, one, me and one of my besties used to play it. It was really bizarre and quirky and yeah. I still have it. So Eric got Whoa. me a couple of years. He got me a Sega. It's like an antique or something and like a bunch of games to go with it. And I can actually play Toe Jam and Earl right now. Like if I wanted to. Oh, sweet. Yeah. It's really fun. That's, that's awesome. And addicting, but whatever. So what's up in your world? So in my world, uh, yesterday was my last day teaching. I am a K-5 librarian teacher. I'm a teacher librarian. So I teach classes all, all day. So like when teachers get a prep time, they get the prep time because they're dropping their kids off in my library and they're going to take their prep time break. They call us specialists here in Nevada. It's a little bit different everywhere, but we have like PE teachers, art teachers, music teachers, and librarians are all considered specialists. And we're supposed to have computer teachers too, but we don't have my school. So anyway, I yesterday was my last day with kids. And then, um, so it's kind of exciting. I am going to teach summer school this year. 
And it's the first time I'm ever teaching it, but I have like a week between the end of school, like next week, I'm, I'm going to be working at school. Nobody's going to be there. It's going to be really weird, like a ghost town. And then the next week I have summer school. So kind of a lot of exciting things in my teacher life. And as usual, it's just trying to balance things in, you know, with business and personal and career, right? It's always like this triad, business, personal, career. Obviously, I always try to put my personal life first, but teaching is such a stressful uh, position, a profession. Sometimes I kind of lose sight and I need to find balance again in my personal and, you know, business world. And that's why I love this podcast, because this podcast always centers me back into the business world. But it's also a tad personal since me and you are friends. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I love making time for our friendship. I feel like we stopped talking for two years. <laughs> for we, we talk, we've, we've talked on and off. Like, I don't know if we completely ever stopped talking because I went back and looked at our messages and sometimes we would talk on Facebook. Like, do you even remember talking to me on Facebook? Like Facebook Instant Messenger. We have all these, like there's some of those in-between years, like 2018, we're chatting it up on Facebook. So we have... I don't know how long of a break we've taken, but we have talked in different places. It hasn't always been Voxer, which is our usual place of talking. Yes, I love Voxer. It's definitely one of my so, favorite apps on my phone. So what have you been what have you been doing? Any new any new discoveries or anything this week? Well, first of all, congratulations on being done with school. That is really, really, really exciting. Um <laughs> And you know, what's weird is like, for me, everyone about to be on summer break feels really stressful. Is that so sad? Well, because I had this whole year, you know, I took a leave of absence. And so, and I homeschooled my daughter for, I don't know, eight, seven months of that. And then she just started a new school, a private school um that's incredible and she absolutely loves it and it's just perfect for her and it's been so nice being able to drop her off and just like have time to do whatever I want and that's going to be ending soon because you know her school ends her last day is like the first week in June like whatever that Thursday is um so she only has three more weeks left of school And, uh, yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. I'm a little. (laughs) Literally told Anthony, don't bother me. And then Anthony just appeared in the background. Could spot my husband just like, boop. Here. Yeah. If you want to see whimsical, if you want to see whimsical hubby, go to our YouTube channel. He just like popped up on Jess's screen. It was really funny. And I know my daughter has popped up every once in a while. Um, yeah. So summer is around the corner and, you know, I feel like it's like, oh, all day, every day with my daughter. Yay. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard being a full-time mom. I don't know how everyone does it. 
Like, how did my parents survive with me all day long? Well, I think that I never once went to like a babysitter. Like there was one period of my life. I had a babysitter for like two or three months. Other than that, I was with my parents all the time. And I look back now, like, how did they do it? Well, didn't you used to like go outside and play? Like, I feel like kids play in their neighborhood or they used to. And now everyone's too terrified, which actually I've heard that we have never had more safety and security than right now, like in the world that crime is like cameras. There's cameras everywhere. Like go ahead and try to steal a kid. There's cameras watching you (laughs) all over the place. The street lights, the inside stores, outside stores, every parking lot. Like it's hard to get away with things. Oh, and you know how people are catching a lot of kidnappers now or people even being creepy ring cams, you know, ring cams on people's doors Ring cams in neighborhoods are now tracking uh, any kind of child abductions and they find the kids so fast now with ring cams. They can all, the police can bounce all the ring cams off of each other and find out exactly where the kid is. I I read about that recently. So, but yeah, when I was a kid, I used, I did, you're right. I did. I, I probably between the ages of nine and 12, I was outside riding my bike during the summer for 12 to 16 hours a day. Me too. I would take That's the all city I did. Bus. I took the city bus. I would take oh, my brother yes. and my sister to Cranberry Lake. We lived in we lived on Woodby Island, Washington, and we would take the public transit. It was so fun because I was like the little grown up, you know, and I'd like pack our little swim bags and like our lunches. You know, I was like 14, 15 in high school. My parents, you know, finally were like, "Okay, you guys can take the city bus to Cranberry Lake." And we would just spend all day there, you know, or we would take the city bus to like Walmart and hang out in the Walmart. <laughs> like, what? Or no, Kmart. Um, Kmart, me too. I was going to say, I spent a lot of time at Kmart parking lot. <laughs> yeah. One time, listen, one time I got kicked out of the Kmart parking lot. So I was like 16 years old and me and one of my best friends walked down there with a bunch of water guns. <laughs> squirting people like when they got out of their cars and we got kicked out i'm surprised they didn't call the cops on us to be honest but i don't know why we thought it was so funny we would just do like a little squirt squirt and people would be like where'd that they'd like freak (laughs) out but we were mainly looking from kids from our high school like we didn't do it to just random adults we'd see someone from high school and we'd like squirt them with you know i mean that's so bad sounding now (laughs) oh my god i haven't even parking lot and do that it was so awful I have an even worse story about Kmart and I'm kind of embarrassed now. Now I look back on it and I think it's hilarious. I don't know if I should share it, but I already started talking. So just tell us, us. spell, spell the beat. I got caught stealing. Oh no. Yeah. When I was like 12, everyone did it, you know, like in seventh grade, like we would go into Kmart and like steal CDs and steal makeup. And I was so impressionable and such a little rebel back then. And I was like, you know, I think it was probably my sixth or seventh time stealing and I got caught. And like, my parents were so upset with me. I never stole again. Um, and I was kicked out. Of, I couldn't be anywhere near Kmart for a year. <laughs> I was grounded for like a year. It was like the worst. I think that was probably the worst summer of my life because 
Um, I was grounded and like I, my parents wouldn't let me do anything. So I just watched MTV and like Lifetime <laughs> all summer long and like talked on the phone to my friends. I love that. I, uh, I didn't get, I didn't get caught stealing anything, not saying I did it, but <laughs> I never got caught stealing anything. But one year we used to hang out at like this little coffee shop. Like we thought we were so grown up as teenagers going to a little coffee shop, getting coffee or burgers or something. And one year, one summer, me and my best friend got kicked out for swearing too much. What? <laughs> we got on the wall. They had a wall of shame in the back office and they would like they would print your picture out and put you on the wall of shame and people my my best friend said so she I mean she, I don't know she said this a c word that's very bad and these old people complained about us got us kicked out and then we tried to go back like six months later and they caught us right at the door they were like nope you two are on the wall of shame get out Wow. Oh my gosh. We got to put an explicit rating on this. Oops. Sorry. Um, well, I didn't this say episode. the C word. I just know, but, but still, we all know what you're saying. Do we? What if some people at home are thinking carrot cake, huh? Or, <laughs> or what if some people are thinking crap? You know, some people might be thinking crap. Well, you just negated that. What if now. it was crap? Maybe it was. You're so innocent with your shirt. Your squirt guns <laughs> sound like a really bad kid sadly these things happened years apart so I guess I was just rotten like the whole time I was a kid and you were an only child right yeah yeah I am an only child always have been an only child so I'm yeah. the oldest yeah that must have been really cool and different and my husband Anthony who you saw in the background earlier he has 10 brothers and sisters so I think he grew up a little bit more like you like where he was always in tow with brothers and sisters going somewhere doing something like he was never off by himself squirting people at Kmart you know oh no I was off by myself I mean, oh you I were yeah I was like a latchkey kid yeah my parents worked okay. a lot well and well, I, I mean I, with your siblings were you with your siblings a lot or not so much yeah, I was with my siblings, yeah. taking care of them, making them clean the house and stuff for my parents. But yeah, like I feel like most of my childhood, I was raised by a single parent because my parents were in the Navy. And so either one of them was gone for six months or the other one, you know, and so my parents kind of it was, yeah, it was hard for them. I had no us. idea they were both in the Navy. They were. Yep. Wow. And so and my mom, she was actually on the aircraft carrier, the USS Lincoln, I think the first um, group of women to go uh, overseas for six months and be on an aircraft carrier in the Navy. She was like in the first group of women to do that. It was in the nineties. Wow. Yeah. That's and so she was really gone cool. for six months straight. It was actually when I was in sixth grade. Um, yeah. It was so hard on our family for her to be gone that long. Um that sounds awful. Yeah, and hard on her. Um, but anyways, what what else is going on in my um, world? I'm trying to think or your world. Well, I am getting ready for all of my summer travel. So I'm going uh, with a company called Bookbag Tours to Greece this summer. But before we go to Greece, we're going to go to Greece for like 11 or 12 days. Before that Bookbag Tours trip, we're going to go to London and maybe Brussels and Paris, 
before we go to, because we're going to go a week early, just so uh, me and my husband can have like a little bit of, you know, our own kind of trip. Because last year we went together on a book bag tour where I am a trip leader and he came along with me to Egypt and it was great. It was fun, even though we both got deathly ill. Um, <laughs> it was a great trip, but it was kind of weird being with a tour group the whole time. And this year is our 10 year wedding anniversary. Toot toot. Oh, wow. And Congratulations. It actually kind of coincides with the trip a little bit. It's kind of the same week that we're leaving. So mm -hmm. I just thought, oh, we should go a week early and kind of do this own trip just for us, like everything we want to do. And then we'll hop on my book bag tours trip in Greece. And because when you're with a tour group, you have to do everything they want to do. And since I'm a trip leader, I'm going to be busy dealing with the guests. Um, there's going to be 20 other teachers and I'm going to be busy helping them and like planning this trip and it's not really like it's not all fun times I'm gonna be working so anyway that's what I'm getting ready so this is what I'm gonna try to do it I know you've you've traveled internationally quite a bit right because of your have you you've you've been to um, a bunch of places right well because I grew up you know a navy brat yeah I've moved around a lot of places when I was young um, but actually I've only been to Europe once as an adult with my husband, we went to Spain right before the pandemic. So like right before everything shut down, it was November, 2019 that we went on a trip for 10 days to Spain and we traveled all over Spain. It was so fun. Um, and yeah, we went to Barcelona, Girona and Catechus we like rented a car. Oh my gosh. It was it's just, it was just my husband and I. Um, and we were thinking about going to Italy, but we're not going to because just it's too late. There, I mean, the airlines, I don't know if you've looked at like what's going on, but they're insane, um, like flights and stuff. So we're actually going to Washington State where we're from. Um, and we're going to visit my grandma, who is Aria's obviously great grandma and I want her to spend time with her you know because she's not going to be around for that much longer and my cousins and then Eric and I are going to leave Aria with my parents and go on a grown-up trip to Vancouver and Victoria BC so I'm like stoked about that have you ever been to Vancouver or no I've only had a layover in Canada I didn't start I didn't start leaving the country until 2018 that was my first international trip really first time I ever left 2018 so I'm kind of a new international traveler and I've only been stranded in uh, Montreal that's the only thing that's ever I've never been up there but I I do want to go I've heard it's quite beautiful wait you were stranded there well it was a very long flight layover and it was many more hours than I should have been there yeah yeah. How many, how many hours? Um, long enough that if I think about it, my bladder starts hurting because they <laughs> don't have a lot of they don't have a lot of uh, potties in Canada airports compared to American airports. You know, like in America, you're walking around every twenty feet. There's like a bathroom. You're like, oh, there's a bathroom. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's not like that there. There was like one bathroom and like hundreds of people. <laughs> it Whoa. was so awful. It's just it's really weird. Like. When you're international traveling and you have um, layovers, I mean, every airport's different, but not every airport is very convenient. And it was a, it was quite an ordeal, but I'm sure you'll have tons of fun. Don't let me, don't let me scare you about that. Well, we're driving. So we're, we're going to oh, drive cool. 
Um, because my parents live really close to the border. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. And I actually went to college in Bellingham, Washington, Western Washington university. That's where my husband and I met. And it's just like an hour, like two hours to Vancouver, maybe three. I really, I really want to move to Oregon or Washington someday. And I was just wondering, like, do you ever wish you could go back or do you really like where you're at? Well, we're in the Bay area and we love it. Um, we really, really do. Some of my friends are so worried about me living here because of earthquakes and fires and things. And I mean, that does worry me. Um, but I feel like everything is really hard. Like even Washington, you know, they have fires too. Um, but the thing about Washington is it's a lot colder in the winter. It rains a lot longer. Um, it rains, you know, for like six or seven months of the year. I mean, I know that's changing. It is changing. The weather's changing there because of global warming. Um, but, uh, I think it's just kind of depressing sometimes. Uh, and like the Bay area, there's just so many, there's just easy access to so many different places. Um, and we just really love it's, it's very progressive here, very liberal, um, and yeah, we love, we love the, we live like on the East Bay. So all the rich people live on the peninsula and they're kind of hoity toity, like very, very rich people. And it's a different culture over there than over here, kind of like on the Oakland side, we live pretty close to Oakland and Berkeley. Uh, and yeah, it's just a really great vibe here. Like, and you're very diverse, which I love, you know, I love that my daughter, you know, is able to just like have friends of many different races and things. And yeah, there's just so much available here. So I don't think we'll ever move back to Washington. We might move to Colorado though, for skiing. Who knows? Hmm, Interesting. I didn't know that you love skiing so much, although you have mentioned it before that you do go skiing from time to time, but I didn't think you loved it enough to move. Well, we we lived in Salt Lake City, Utah, when my husband was uh, going to U of U um, getting his PhD. And we, so we lived there for five years and every weekend we went skiing. Like that was before we had our daughter. And so we got really, really good at it (laughs) and just like developed a, and skiing's like riding a bike. Like once you got it, you got it, you know, and you don't really lose it. Um, I mean, you got to get your ski legs back after going for a long time, but yeah, we're definitely very avid skiers but it's not very good for the environment of course so i don't know interesting what about <laughs> you you ever live in a new world you've opened up for me what what now what did you ever live anywhere where's you want to live in in washington or oregon but not nevada yeah uh that's kind of the ultimate goal i mean i've lived i've lived in nevada for most of my life like northern nevada i grew up in carson city reno lake tahoe area that's the area I lived in, you know, until I went to college, I went to college in Minnesota, love Minnesota, but it is really harsh winters. So I lived there for five years and then kind of meandered back here, but I had little stints in other places. Like I, I lived in Portland, Oregon for a little bit and lived down in Houston, Texas for a little bit, very short periods of time, almost more like extended vacations. Right. Uh, I've mainly been all over Nevada. I've lived in every city in Nevada. I've lived in the rural cities, the big cities now, like every single city in Nevada I've lived in. There's only like seven cities. 
because <laughs> it's a really big state with not a lot like 90 percent of it is government land right but anyway um yeah i would uh, ultimately my goal would be to move to the oregon coast or um or somewhere in Washington. We both really love it up there. And you know how you were talking about the gloomy weather and the rain? Like, you know how some people like love being in the sun and they get so excited. I have like an averse reaction to the sun. Like I'm allergic to it. It makes me sick. And so when it's cloudy outside, I'm, I'm never happier. Like those are my happiest days is when it's cloudy. I'm like, ah, I can finally be me. It's cloudy and rainy today. So I actually... I kind of love that, that kind of weather. So, yeah, I mean, I, it's just one of those pipe dreams. Like, wouldn't it be nice to move to, you know, this area someday and we make little, little plans about it and stuff. Pipe dreams. Pipe dreams. You were supposed to tell us about Mario, by the way, maybe we should wrap up with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about with- business though. I know. Well, maybe we can end with um, a couple takeaways from like the new book we're reading. I know we're going to do an episode on it, but maybe we could just each give one takeaway from that book to kind of end the episode and give people a reason to listen at the end. But yeah, I was just telling Amanda, the new Mario movie is amazing. If you played Mario as a kid and if you grew up in the 80s or 90s, you probably played Mario at some point and the new movie is really good. But so let's talk. Do you want to, do you want to give, like, I was just thinking one takeaway from this book. We're both reading this book called, um, what's it called? The Chill Chill and Prosper. Chill and Prosper. I always call it the Chillpreneur. And I think there's another book called the Chillpreneur that there's this whole idea that like, you don't have to hustle to be an entrepreneur. You don't have to play the hustle game. You don't have to just work yourself to death you know, uh, to, to make a profit, that there's a different mindset that you could do, you could do other things and still make a profit and not work yourself. Um, so what is one takeaway? Like I, I begged Amanda to listen to this because I listened to it like six months ago and I did tell you about it because she mentioned being neurodivergent in the first chapter, I think. And I think I told you about it many months ago. And I was like, yeah, this lady's talking about this. And then I've set the book down. I picked it back up recently and I was like, wow, I felt like she was talking to me. Like everything she's saying, I'm like, wow, I love this lady. So is there, I thought we could just say like maybe one takeaway since we do, this is kind of influencing our business life right now, this book. We've both made some decisions because this book is inspiring us so much. So did you want to just share one tidbit and then I will? Oh, do I have to only share one? Yeah, I really do want to do an epi- a whole episode on this book. Um, it's by Denise Duffield Thomas. She's Australian and she reads the book and it's so fun to listen to her read. Uh, and she's just really down to earth and honest and very, very successful um, because of uh, just her mindset stuff. And uh, man, there's so many things that I want to talk about. Um, but well, we'll we're going to do a, a whole, we're going to do a whole episode on it. So just like, is there any one little thing that kind of stuck with you this week? Okay. So yes, um, there is one thing that I want to talk about in terms of marketing, but I'm going to save it for the episode about the book because the marketing chapter is my, in my opinion, like the best chapter. It's so good. Um, but I'm going to say about, talk about something else that I think a lot of teacherpreneurs need to hear right now. This is important and I'm actually getting goosebumps. So she talks about how 
you need to think of yourself as the golden goose of your family and your business. Do you remember that? That like you're the, do you remember it? I don't know. You haven't finished it yet. I haven't finished it either. So what she means is you got to protect yourself and you got to like not do everything because you're the golden goose. You're like the treasure of your family. You know what I mean? And, and of your business. And if you don't think of yourself as the golden goose, um, you're going to (laughs) crack. I don't think she actually says that, but like, I really love that. Like, and it's true. I am the golden goose, you know, like I am just a very, very important. um, I don't know. I'm the words are escaping me, but like my presence and well-being um, and sanity and stress levels, all of that need to be protected. Um, And I have to keep myself protected from stress and like take care of myself when I'm stressed and let go of, of certain things and responsibilities. Uh, So that was, I think, one of the best takeaways from the book that I've had so far. What about you? We probably should have ended on that because that was, that was such a good one. Well, this week, I only listened to the book probably 20 minutes a day during a short commute that I have. Um, this week, there was something about like, she had been very successful in her business, <clears throat> making about a million dollars a year. And I guess her husband, he had quit his job and was helping her. And he's like, we should, if you can make a million dollars, if we just double what you're doing, we'll make $2 million. And I mean, it makes sense, right? Like just double what you're doing and you'll make double the money. And so they did that. And it just was a disaster. Like it was too much work. They added too many extra responsibilities on their plate. They did make more money, but it wasn't worth it in the long run it was a toll on their mental state and their stress level. And that was something that kind of um, stuck with me a little bit is, you know, it's, I think it's okay to want more, but like, when is enough enough? And I think that was sort of her messaging in the book. Like she found a system that worked and she was making money she was happy with. So why does she keep like feeling the need to create more? And then she went on to describe like how she had written this book and she made a bunch of merchandise and t-shirts about the book and, and wasted so much money and time on these other things. And that wasn't really what was like setting her soul on fire. That wasn't the core of her business. And it was just kind of, I think it was kind of eye-opening of just like chasing too many things at one time and really finding a simple, easy system that works for you. And then just really knowing what you want and when you have enough, enjoying that. Like when you have like enough in your life, like you don't always have to be keeping up with the Joneses and trying to get more and more and more and stressing yourself out, like figure out what is your point? Like what, you know, there has to be a point where you'll, you'll feel comfortable, you'll feel happy and your work is at a minimum level. And that was something I was like, wow, I started thinking, what is my point? What is that number per month that I would see in my bank account? And think, wow, okay, I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling comfortable. And I could actually like slow down with 
other things and just keep some systems in place. So anyway, that got me thinking and I really, really liked it. I just love this book. I I gobble it up. Well, that I feel like that part that you were talking about where her husband was like pushing them to double their income was the golden goose chapter. I think it was. Yeah, because she she was just like, you know, I was his show pony, but yet I was doing everything. <laughs> like I couldn't really show up because I was so drained and burned out. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think we're definitely, we need, I think our next episode should probably be about this book, but we both have to finish it first and then yeah. we make an outline about like what we, what we really got out of it. Um, yeah, I agree. And maybe I'll finish it this week since I'm out of school now and I have a week of no teaching. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Woo! Yeah. I only have Oh, yes. I'm excited for you. I only have 30 minutes left, so I'm almost done. We're both listening of to the book. Okay. I think I'm like, I don't know. I think I have two hours left, so it's not like unattainable. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty much almost done. Anyways, thanks for listening to our random ranting coffee chat. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks for listening to this extremely serious episode brought to you by some truly wacky teacherpreneurs. Visit our website, wackyteacherpreneurs.com to get more support growing your business. Please leave us a five-star review. And remember, if you share this podcast with 10 other people, you'll have good luck forever.